Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I've got my whole Monorail family right here in the room with me, looking at me with goofy looks on their face. I'm going to start <laughs> with my lovely Monorail co-pilot on my left. I am the pause that you just did. The pause? Yeah. No, you, I'm Samantha Monorail. You're Samantha Monorail. <laughs> across from Samantha Monorail. The glassy-eyed doll that watches you from your closet. Ooh. Halloween is over. Halloween lives on in my <laughs> spirit. Okay, so only she is Spirit Halloween. Hey, McKenna Monorail is here. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> Copywritten. Trademarked. Trademarked. There you go. And beside the creepy doll is... Turkey Nugget. Tur <laughs> turkey Nugget. Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. coming. Thanksgiving. Right. Dressing or stuffing? Which one? Neither. Oh. Okay. Gravy? Well, then you're off the podcast. I'm sorry. The answer is dressing. Yes. I'm surprised that you don't know that he doesn't like either. He doesn't like either one. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't like stuff in general. Unless yeah, it's a I chicken don't want to be murdered so. and eaten. I am a turkey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you enough. have been pardoned. Well, this is a very special episode of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Merry Christmas. It, it's, one, it's one we've been building to for quite a while. And it's one we actually had planned more than once and had to reschedule. But we're doing it tonight, I think, if we can hold it together. And for our special episode number 83, on this Monday, November the 18th, we are doing Switcheroo Skidoo Part 2, Hashtag Save the Muppets. If you were around almost a year ago now, you probably heard Switcheroo Skidoo Part 1. And that means you know that... We don't do these things alone. I mean, how could you have a switcheroo skidoo all by yourself? It just wouldn't work. I'm going to bring them in, and I'm very surprised that already at least one of these people hasn't jumped in the conversation because he can't wait to be introduced. So I'm going to start with him, and that is one, Frank Cardillo. Frank, welcome to the monorail. Hello. We're totally responsible for the chaos that has ensued so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you're totally responsible, but I will say you kind of encourage it. Which is, we bring you know, the excitement. I get it. It's it's all right. We expect cousins to do this. But you are only one half of the team that is Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. And, and we had to have the full team. We had to skate at full strength for Switcheroo Skidoo Part 2. So, of course, last but not least, it's Jen Cardillo Snyder. Oh, do you not say that? You don't <laughs> say <fine>. that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we'll get into it after. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to side note that I didn't realize um, that Frank said it during the end credits for I don't know how long. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa you see my full name on the podcast? He's like, yeah, I've always been doing it. I'm like, I guess I never make it to the end. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't mind either way. Okay. <laughs> Usually, Snydillo, I, 
Nidillo. Yeah. Up in up in the confusion that's been going on for the last thirty <laughs> minutes, I totally forgot how to introduce you. But it's totally fine. But welcome back, Frank and Jen. We're so glad to have you. Luckily, it hasn't been a whole year since the last time we talked because you did make wow. a very special appearance recently. We sure did. Yeah. We did. Yeah, so I do feel like I should have had the green screen up though, because last year at this time I had the green screen yeah. with Mickey's Christmas Carol going. Yeah. I dropped the ball this year. It yeah. was it was very cool, and I was like, I had a lot of green screen envy um, when you when you dropped that on us last year. We have a very small green screen that if I could somehow make that work it's in this small, room, but it's mine, and I love him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm He's just saying. Son. I'm saying it works if you're that's, doing. That's you know, my son. if you're doing like a monologue where it's just on your head and you've got the screen behind you, it works. But for this, we well, need a portrait view, and it really wouldn't work. It wasn't quite He's, big enough. He's bullying my son. Right but anyway, <laughs> bully. Welcome back, Frank and Jen. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. I hope you already listen and subscribe. But if you don't, they're at Dillo's Diz on Twitter. That's Dillo's with an S. Diz with a Z. I'm doing this now because I never do a good job <laughs> of, just, of plugging you guys later. So. Right. Just let them do it. The, I will at the okay. end. Let them take care of it. I will at the end, but for now, I'm giving them the, the proper intro um, that they deserve because they have a wonderful podcast, and they have been friends of ours from really the very beginning of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, very supportive, very encouraging and I always say I'm just working my way up. I'm trying to be Frank one day because he, <laughs> you know, he sets the bar for podcast hosting, and I'm going to get there someday. It'll take a really? few years. <laughs> <laughs> you got what, like uh, eight? You got all oh, your same age, seven, seven and a half mm. years to go. Yeah, just yeah. about. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Shout out there. I was going to go as an epic gamer for Halloween, but I, I, you already beat me to it. <laughs> he is an epic gamer daily, okay? It's my daily costume. It's not a phase for him, okay? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real life. This is real life. Epic yeah. gamer is a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I couldn't pull it off, man. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> He still tries to hook up his Genesis. What does he know? <laughs> oh, <Your> man. <laughs> the old Genesis. Frank, did you have the Sega CD? No, man. It's, I, got the, I, only play, I only play video games with cartridges. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Atari. <laughs> the, Genesis. Yeah. Sega CD was quite a thing. I wish I still had mine. It, it, the games they made for that, confusing. But anyway, <laughs> we're not here to talk about video games today. We're here we to get talk tangents about. Going, sorry. We do get tangents. That's okay. <laughs> Bringing the tangents in from Theme Park Thursday. That's all right. Um, but we are here to talk about the Muppets. But what I wanted to do was kind of a, a traditional, a more traditional version of the podcast today, which is we're going to go through some news items that I have specifically curated <laughs> for the Dillos themselves because I want their opinions on these things. So we're going to start with news, and then we're going to get to the Muppets. Wait, are we going to make them grumpy? We saw what you had. <laughs> is, I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> is part of it how we're beating them in the fundraiser right now? <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
let's 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 just put this on the table real quick. You know, it's convenient <laughs> that you guys like kept rescheduling this. That suddenly we're able to record mm-hmm. 24 hours after you taken the lead <laughs> on the fundraiser. It's curious timing. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. You did a bit of a push or something on Theme Park Thursday mm, when we were like, "Oh, we're in the lead," and you're like, "Oh, are you?" Hold I do want to say something about this. Frank, I heard you, and and Jen, you were you were kind of building on this too. You were saying that people, if they support us, it means that they maybe they're not really fans of you because why would they want to do this to you? I have a totally opposite opinion of what's <laughs> yeah. going on here. Yeah, I think that people donate to us because they love you and they want this to happen. But it's like you only pick on the people you love, you know? Right, it's, it's true. Look, at the end of the day, it's about Give Kids the World and any way that we're going to raise the money. Keep the focus here, guys. It's, it's about, about them. the kids. And I'm going into my Richard Nixon hand-waving motions here on the on the Zoom meeting. But at the end of the day, I it, when it's all said and done, one, I don't expect it to win. Well, I, I should say we don't expect to win. Maybe Jen expects to win. I don't know. I but, mean, I'm at least putting up a fight, for goodness sakes. You're you know. Throwing in the towel already. It's only, there's only six weeks left. <laughs> but, the, but the big thing is that I wish I came up with a better, you know, losing challenge for, for you guys rather yeah. than, you know, well, the, the shade in MGM. I wish I could have thought of something better, you know. Yeah. Well, that's because you know there's no shade, so... Yeah, yeah. let's be real. <laughs> I mean, I wish I would have said that the four of you guys had to compete in the Parkeology Challenge. Oh. Mm. If you lost, like, that would have been a good one, but, you know... I don't know what that is. <laughs> Maybe I'm next not year. old, I the, don't know what that is. The, what is that? <laughs> we've talked about this before. This is where you try to ride every ride in the four parks in one day. Oh. Or... Well, that's insane. <laughs> I talk to cast members since I'm at Disney a lot, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do their own thing. <laughs> Where they go to each park and they do, they get one snack, do one ride, and they ride one mode of transportation, and then they go to the next park and do it until they've ridden all rides of like modes of transportation you know it's something that cool cast members do yeah i don't know if you guys would know about it well you're not at the park I mean, as much as i am but well, Jen was a- as a former operating participant See? we just drank around the world <laughs> well <laughs> some people can't drink because they're underage <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McKenna's not cool yet. Some people aren't legal yet. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, while we're talking about it, just to kind of put a button on this one, we are competing in a fundraising challenge for Give Kids the World. If you didn't already know about this, we both have links to fundraising pages. You can find those links on our Twitters, on our web pages. We'll plug all this stuff so you know where to find it. And if you donate, the money's all going to the same place. But at the end of the day, there will be a winner, there will be a loser, and there will be consequences. <laughs> and actually, the winners are going to have consequences, too, as we hit these milestones. Yeah, so. and you've already hit your first one, yes? We did. Yeah, we hit the 500. So we are going to be doing the Ice Bucket Challenge, which I guess we're going to have to do tomorrow. Yeah, but uh, By the way, we're, according so, to the podcast, that will be... Two days ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. A couple of days ago, <laughs> yeah. we did the Ice Bucket Tiny Challenge. Tiny-wimey, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yes, we will be doing that. And I think we ought to do it as like a live 
Twitter Live, I think. Yeah, I figure we'll have to go one at a time because we don't have any friends here yet. <laughs> well, that's why that's why you guys can't do the Harlem Shake, is my guess, right? For one of the milestones. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a good one, though. <laughs> you could do the one where you freeze and they. We need someone to walk around, around with the camera, though. The mannequin. Um, I'll find oh, random yeah. people on the street. Oh, we yeah. could get our neighbor Monty to do it. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's old. really old. He's as old as Frank. He doesn't know how to use a camera. <laughs> he doesn't know how to work technology then. <laughs> no, Poor but, Justin wanted to do the news, and I've already taken him on three tangents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. We got all night. <laughs> oh, please don't oh, keep me here forever. Oh, you're here for you're here for the long haul. Sorry, I've got McKenna. some video games to play. I am an mm. epic gamer. <laughs> yeah. Not today, my friend. Gamer guys, <laughs> got a reputation to uphold. Yes. I, have to I do. Watch One hundred and eleven yeah, yeah. subscribers now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, congrats! Very good. Yeah. <laughs> but I do I do want to say, um, as much as you um, are are saying, like, are the the consequence for us losing this challenge would not really be so much of a consequence. Samantha is absolutely terrified that we're going to hit the 1500 mark. She mm. as much, probably, I don't know if it's on the same level as you hating the idea of walking around in lederhosen all day. It's got to be close. So, and I didn't even know it was going to have this effect on her when I dropped it on her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, do you hear this voice? It sounds very high pitched, very small childish. You have a strong voice. Yeah, it is strong, strong and small and very like, yeah. And whenever I, I haven't it, heard the, the, the words strong and small next to each other. Oh, it happens. Much. You ever heard of Mighty Mouse? Yeah. Come on, yeah. Garrett. Not really. Yeah, this is Mighty Mouse's voice that I have right now. <laughs> he is speaking through me, and he does not sing Wait, well. Wait, I thought you had Samantha Monorail's voice. Yep. Nope. Possessed by the spirit of Mighty Mouse? That'd That's be crazy. really cool. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. So, anyways, there are going to be some things that happen, even for the winning teams. And I know for you all, once you get to that 1,000 mark, I feel like Jen is pretty nervous about that one. So <laughs> Jen yes. dragged her down with me. It was time for her to be dragged into He's this. He's like, I think we should do this. I'm like, <laughs> And then we're recording. He's like, should I say it? I'm like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I watched the dance again on my phone the other day. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so uh, is, this, is this something you already have recorded? No. No. Oh, no, okay. No. Okay. Uh, no, no, we don't. Uh, we don't. We wouldn't know how to <laughs> choreograph. Oh, okay. Either. So it's gonna be. It's gonna I mean, be. We don't know how to. You gotta watch it, and you better be practicing. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm not gonna practice. I think every I morning before you go to work, you start practicing the Ross moves. Yeah. They're gonna exactly. do the uh, Ross and Monica dance where they were trying to get attention, like Dick Dick Clark's attention. I I don't watch Friends. Oh, you don't watch Friends. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make young. any sense. Young. So here's what we're gonna do. I have selected a few articles that I would like to talk about, mostly because I want to get Jen and Frank's reaction to these things, and and really it's just fun for me. But they are mm-hmm. newsworthy items, and so I wanted to start first, right off the top, with mm-hmm. something that you all actually made a YouTube video about mm-hmm. when, the, when it was first announced. So let's get an update on that beaches and cream refurbishment. So... <laughs> Basically, this place shut down with the idea that it was going to be expanded into kind of the arcade area. And then they've got another area that's used for like group events and things like that. Aerials, Sam. Yeah, aerials. So they're taking some of the footprint from some other adjacent rooms and making beaches and cream larger, which 
they didn't need to do anyway. It was fun to complain about the fact you couldn't get a reservation there. And it was kind of charming the fact that it was small and everything, right? But um, but they decided we're going to blow this place up, make it all the bigger, and um, people still won't be able to get a reservation. But it was really already, we're kind of in the zone where it was supposed to be reopening. And then it got, even, I think the closure got pushed back a little bit. And now the official reopening is is pushed back even further. They're saying it might not open until basically spring of next year. But really, we kind of, like, none of that is really all that new in terms of news. But I guess I just wanted to hear kind of your thoughts, really, uh, Frank and Jen, on the expansion of beaches and cream and what you think it might do is it, it does it really change what beaches and cream oh, used to be yeah <laughs> let's hear it <laughs> do you want to go first go ahead. no i i, I yeah. do want to mention that i i think there's a lot of cross uh there's a lot of uh rumors and uh, speculation out there about when it will be open i know they're talking about martin luther king weekend too uh in january so yeah it's somewhere it's somewhere in that zone of you know it was supposed to be december and it went to january i think and then it went to spring and now it seems to be shifting between january and the spring but uh, you know this was how many times do you think we've eaten at Beaches and Cream, Jen? Five hundred. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A lot. We used to be able to walk right in, walk yeah. in anytime we wanted during our stay at the beach club. Just eat a <laughs> cheeseburger, French fries, chocolate shake, call it a day. Do it five more times in the same week. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the arc arcades. I get it. They're you know, a little passe. So I understand maybe taking an expansion in that direction, but I would hope that they play with the idea of it still looking quaint. So if they're going to expand, I mean, it sounds like it's way larger yeah. than I'm hoping going in both directions because the arcade is to one side and Ariel's is to the other. Um, but I hope they do some, uh, they put a little thought into it and try to keep it looking as, you know, as homey as it feels, you know, as it felt, I guess it's yeah. in the past, but, uh, this is right up there with, uh, when they overhauled the Polynesian lobby for me, I would say yeah. it's, 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 it's the same, it's the same feelings I have about it. Yeah. I don't, uh, I didn't love the pictures of the walls up. Uh, it like, I felt it. Mm -hmm. I felt it deep inside, <laughs> maybe well up a little bit. Um, and I don't like, I, I think if they're going to do this, first of all, just shut it all down then refurb it and and no like just refurb it if you're gonna do that and then reopen it don't have this little oh yeah uh, the temporary I, I had a term this is a family show <laughs> this little uh makeshift area that's not really doing it you can't even get a chocolate milkshake right. i can't go to beaches and cream at ariel's grotto and get a milkshake <laughs> what just shut it down then why are you even bothering like get out of here yeah, yeah no. you just can't take the tables and chairs and put them somewhere and still call no. it beaches and cream no. Can't do that. no absolutely not and so if you're gonna do it then do it and and just you, rip the band-aid and you've been, ta <laughs> you've been taunting us all these years with your menu changes and adding your alcoholic beverages and you change the quality of the meat in your cheeseburgers you added the bacon sometimes i want bacon maybe i don't want bacon all the time why do i only have the option for a bacon cheeseburger. Where's oh. a regular cheeseburger? Oh my gosh, my best friend really hurt my feelings just now. <laughs> How can you not want bacon? No, no, no. 
I sometimes want bacon. <laughs> I don't always want bacon. Oh, so I, I want an option of a regular cheeseburger and a bacon cheeseburger. No, I always want bacon. <laughs> always. I want variety. It's, it's true. I, I get that. I get if it. someone and brought a plate of bacon right now, I would totally indulge. Oh, would. <gasps> Just a side note, sorry to tangent, but I was up in Rochester in October and someone made candied bacon. Mm. And it was like the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah, and I kind of I need to make that. Sam Sorry. actually, Sam actually made candied bacon last year because my office did a bacon competition, like a bacon cook-off, and it was a, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. See, Secret. was it Marimoto's bacon? What did you get that recipe from? I don't know who Marimoto is, but. <laughs> That's my Long Island East for the week. Morimoto. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure he makes a pretty killer ba- candied bacon, but it was not his recipe. It was mine. Yeah. Nice. And all I did was put brown sugar all over it. That's it. When yeah. you bake it, just put some brown sugar on it. Yeah. It's my favorite flavor oh, of Pop Tart. So delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're not happy about the change. No, obviously. And yeah. I just want to say, that I think that might have been the first time that, that we've had kind of like a front row seat to a rant. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was so good. You guys need to consider doing live shows because that's that's good stuff but right there. Our yes. hands start going. We get a little too crazy. The oh, Italian yeah. New Yorker comes out. Yeah, I can see yeah. it. I can see it. I can see the crowd getting really into it. It would be great. <laughs> No, but but I get it. I get it. I mean, you know, and I and I totally get what you're saying too. You can, you know, you can call this new place Beaches and Cream, but will it really be Beaches and Cream? And even the temporary location, come on, like give us a break. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I liked the fact that it was like this small little place, and I never got to experience in the days where you could just kind of walk in and then there was no problem getting a table. But mm-hmm. um, certainly in our experience. It was a place that was in high demand, and it felt like a big achievement when you actually did get a reservation there. It was like a really special thing now, mm-hmm. um, and I know we enjoyed nearly putting McKenna in the hospital yeah. with the kitchen sink, and <laughs> yeah. it was a great time. Yeah, that'll do it. It was it a great was time. awesome passing out in the car for like <laughs> almost the entire trip back. Yep. So, yeah, it was really great that, that we're talking about Just as good right as Benadryl. Because just earlier today, I was telling one of my friends that story. Yeah. Yeah. McKenna chose okay. to basically like uh, commit chocolate suicide. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can experience this giant kitchen sink of wonderfulness, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I can miss out. And sure, I might get like I might pass out in the back of a car, but is it that bad? You know, you survived. Right. Yeah, yeah, I survived. I mean, what if you didn't though? <laughs> well, well, then, then I'll- she. Went out happy. Yeah, I lived my life to its fullest. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if I can say one more thing yeah. about this, I also feel like there's a conspiracy, perhaps against us personally, that you, the same people taking away some of the nostalgia of hashtag OSMGM is behind this whole beaches and cream thing too, because mm. back in the day, you also. Also, what is that like? I don't even know what accent that is. Also, used to be able to walk from Beaches and Cream right through to the arcade. And when you came in, there would be pictures on the wall of all the celebrities that visited. Then they got rid of that. Just like they kind of started pulling all the movie type Mm. feel thing, whatever, from hashtag always MGM. Like they started diminishing the Hollywood feel of that whole area. I don't like it. Mm. 
and it just keeps that, changing. That that in when they closed off the one wall to the left of the entrance that used to go out to the arcade, I that is probably one of Jen's biggest sticking points in the history <laughs> of Walt Disney World. Jen. They just they, they hold they covered up a hole in the wall, and she went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable. I well, like, just want to go the- play some air hockey while I wait for my table. Why? Yeah. On. Don't underestimate the size of change that might set off a Dillo's rant. It, <laughs> Correct. Large, small, it doesn't matter. It needs to stay exactly the way it was. And I get exactly. it. I totally get it. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about this maybe on an upcoming episode of Theme Park Thursday, but uh, <laughs> the, the tweaks that continue to be made to Star Wars films mm. drive me insane. Mm. So mm. And it, it doesn't matter how large or small. So, yeah. And you have a little bit of the issue with people like me who we don't have the same nostalgia as you guys have because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. didn't go to Disney until what McKenna was about six. So that was in 2007, I think, or 2008, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. I was and, like two. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Amazing how time works. <laughs> Time? You weren't invited at the time. Oh, suck it. <laughs> no. no, don't say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Family show. <laughs> so anyways, I don't remember any of the stuff you guys talk about. So Beaches and Cream expanding is actually not a bad thing for me. Right. Because it was really hard to get in. And that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> because it's yeah. not like I get to go a whole lot. And I can't, sure. you know, make it every time. So if I right. don't get to go a whole lot, I need to be able to go whenever I'm there. So mm-hmm. make it available for me, people. Yeah. I am and your I, customer. Yeah. And I get that completely. And because really, we're just crazy people. So on the <laughs> surface, it's like, oh, look, they're expanding a restaurant. Because a lot of people want to go there. And we're like... Mm-mm. No. no. <laughs> Here's why it can't happen. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. We're just crazy. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get it because I hear what you guys are saying, but for me, it's totally different. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was actually considering, it's been a very long time since I've written a blog on our webpage, but I needed to do another one. And I wanted to write one just about this whole concept of why even small changes bother people at Disney. And because I really think there's something to this that it's not, it's not just you all being crazy people. That's not what it is. It's, it's for people, for people who did grow up going there and they have these memories of being children and they're being with their parents and being in these locations and having experiences when some, when you go back there and it's still the same, you're walking in your childhood memories. Like that's the thing that, and and when things start changing, it's like they're, ripping that right out from under you and it hurts right Um, justin don't make me cry on the podcast i'm sorry (laughs) but but really that's what it's about that's that is exactly Mm -hmm. what it is and so i i don't think like if people start to like give people a hard time about like you need to get over it like they're not being sensitive to the fact that seriously it's a part of who we are it's part of our nurture you know so and i'm not talking bad about you that's not no I have a bad joke for myself brewing in my head for this one, but I'll just leave right. it alone. All right. Well, this is a good point to move on. <laughs> See, Disney does that though when they, especially when they got rid of Club Penguin. <laughs> epic, yes! epic gamers yes, like me right. were, were devastated. All right. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Club Penguin. Rip Club Penguin. <laughs> All right. So this is a good time to move along, and this particular article I picked because 
we have experts with us on the podcast today who can talk about experiencing some of the Disney magic on Broadway themselves. And McKenna and I are fans of a good musical. I love a good musical. And so I saw that just this past week, there was an announcement about some of the performers that are going to be participating in Disney on Broadway at the Festival of the Arts. And so... I can't talk about this with Sam because she hates musicals. That's true. Sam she hates, hates fun and musicals. And she doesn't think comedy is funny. Nope. Comedy is horrible. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh you call me mom. And I did he see. He said it. He said it. And I, it just like made my brain do yeah, it. I'm mom. And I did see a Broadway show back in the day. And mm. it was uh, Beauty and the Beast when we went on our eighth grade trip. Yeah, but that wasn't on oh. Broadway. That was, was in D.C. It, but they called it a Broadway show. Traveling <laughs> will you, Broadway yeah. show. Will you go see Something's Rotten with me? No. Oh, see, there we go. <laughs> okay. She was only fine with it because it was Beauty and the Beast. So. <laughs> exactly. I don't like when people like sing in that Broadway tone. I'm so sorry. I don't she know. She doesn't There's like, like when people sing. No, I like singing. But I don't like it the way that Broadway That's does the it. same thing. But you love Belle, and so how does yeah. that translate like when it's animated? How come you can't make the... Yeah, what about cartoons? That's a good point. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> you also love Moana. It's the same thing. I do thing. love Moana. Yeah, that's the same thing. As it's Broadway. not really because it's not grown people prancing around on a stage singing songs No, it's about grown people sitting in a room with a microphone I'm singing like, the same thing. I'm like... You're really going to street battle right now by singing a song and dancing? That's so stupid. Um, no, you know how not. much effort and time goes into those? Yeah. Okay, so Waste now time. we're going to talk about High School Musical. <laughs> Yay! Um, no. Sorry. Um, no, so... <laughs> so anyway, with the announcement... <laughs> I don't know how to get back on track. Are I really you don't. With the announcement? With the announcement of some of the performers that are going to be participating in Disney on Broadway concert series, I wanted some recommendations from Frank and Jen about what we should try to see. I mean, a lot of these people are from, actually, I don't know if all of them are, but a lot of them are from like Disney Broadway shows mm -hmm. and uh, they're going to be performing in the parks. So I don't know if you had a chance to kind of look through the list and, and if there's anything there that you particularly jumps out to you. Yeah, I mean, off the bat, Ashley Brown was the original Mary Poppins on Broadway, and uh, she even recently uh, appeared uh, doing the Broadway Cares event that we referenced uh, here in New York City for the 25th anniversary of Disney on Broadway. And uh, yeah, she, her numbers, I mean, she sounds, I mean, you can't sound like Julie Andrews, but she sounds like Mary Poppins. So right out of the gate, I would recommend the Ashley Brown series, which is the mid-February, February 10th through, she's there a lot, yeah. from the 10th through the 23rd, periodically. And because she's she's got, she sounds great as Mary Poppins, is really the best thing I could say. I think she's married to Josh Strickland, if I'm not mistaken, which is uh, who she's appearing with during that time. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, earlier in, in January, uh, Gavin Lee was, I believe, the Burt in that same production. He was definitely in the London production. And I think he came over to Broadway, too, nice. during that point in time. That's, so that, okay. that's really where I would go. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think you would know better than me, just because you know um, names better than I do when it comes to <laughs> the Broadway world. You and Mrs. Dillow are all up in it, you know. 
Have you guys ever seen any of the Disney on Broadway in Epcot? Have you ever done that? I don't. No. I don't believe I have. Okay. No. Yeah. Cara, uh, just uh, the only one that, can, that jumps off at, at the list here, Carol Lindsay, I believe, was in Newsies on Broadway, mm. which I did not see on Broadway. I did. Huh. We only, I, I'm only the movie version of <laughs> Newsies. Mm-hmm. As a first date senior year of high school memory for me. Oh, Do we yeah. need to go into that on this podcast? Oof. 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 If we're going to tangent, let's tangent. Hey. <laughs> was that with your um, co-star and Fiddler in the Roof? Was that that? <laughs> Was uh, that? I, well, I don't know. She was my co-star. I was just a, a Russian Cossack. Uh, she's, uh, she was in the play. Is this who we're talking about? Yeah, that's who we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Interesting. All right, fine. <laughs> fine. Regardless. A little nugget. When McKenna was five, she made me watch all of Fiddler in the Roof, and it was very boring. <laughs> Come on. Ouch. She I'm loved gonna it. I'm going to fact check both of you and say it's Fiddler on the Roof. He's not Whatever. In the roof. You can't be he's, not, he's not hiding in the roof. You can't be Fiddler in the attic. Okay. It, it could be That is a different in. book. Oh, no. Stop. Okay. <laughs> My I'm bad. Young. I don't know what any of this is. It's okay. It's boring. The, I will say the, the movie version of Fiddler on the Roof is not quite the same as the mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Going. It was very boring. Oh, my goodness. See, this is why I have to talk about these things with Frank and Jen, because I bring it up to you, and you're like, boring. You could, me? Me? Yeah, I've got you in the me. house. It's true. I did recently see a documentary about Fiddler on the Roof oh, in my town. They were awesome. showing it at the local cinema, and I went... Huh. I want to see a Just come on up. Come on up. There's three people in that room that need to come on up. We'll, uh, we'll do Broadway together. Jen... Sam, you're coming up too, but we're just going to drink after. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, okay. okay. that's fine. I'll be at Macy's while you guys are doing your yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I'll be finding like a really cool underground death metal concert. Perfect. What well, Macy's is awesome. What? <laughs> Macy's is awesome. We love it is Macy's. awesome. I worked at Macy's for a long time, Garrett. That's you're right. Correct. Frank yeah. can speak to it personally. I worked at the Macy's in Herald Square. You're right. You're all right. Macy's yes. is great. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor of the Macy's. Not <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. That's not right. an ad. Not an ad. Um, so as part of the Festival of the Arts, there will be Disney on Broadway going on from start to finish. And I think every run is like two weeks at a time. Um, so lots of opportunities to see some really cool performers and people that have done some of these Disney shows on Broadway. So a really cool feature. And it's something we didn't get to do last year because we hadn't moved down yet. And I know you weren't interested, Sam. So you didn't <laughs> you didn't go either. Um, but I wanted to but do the VR year. thing in, in New York. Huh? No. <laughs> Wrong. I Different. Didn't, huh? I didn't Where? listen to what anything. What just happened? You just said. <laughs> I don't know if I'm having a stroke or you're having a stroke, but no. somebody. I, I think thought, Sam wants to go to the void, is what you said. I think that's, yeah. Yes. So sum up. Yeah, but that's. We're talking about Epcot now. Oh. Yeah, we're not talking about Epcot well, anymore. Well, you guys can how- do Epcot on Broadway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Why is. Epcot on She's Broadway tired. would be such a fun show. It could that be would be main character be cool. spaceship. Yes. No, just bring <laughs> just bring the whole Epcot just to Broadway. Uproot it, put just, it on Broadway. Yeah. Okay, well apparently I said this wrong, and that's not what I meant. Epcot. But you go do that Broadway thing in Epcot, and I will meet you later. Mom, okay. it's on Epcot. Okay. Whatever. 
<laughs> this would be a terrible tangent to go down if we're going to like stage the Epcot on Broadway musical right now. Uh, yeah, that could That's, be the next switcher. That could be a very we'll good. Yeah, I think that could yeah. be a very good topic. We need to table that one. <laughs> we'll write the songs. Come up with the songs. Come back to it. I'm already the brainstorming the characters, the story. Yes. Frank is performing. We'll have Bob Chapek oh, as wait, the wait, villain. Wait, wait. What? Where does Figment live? Where does he live? In your imagination. In your, yeah. But what's the place? Uh, it's that upside-down imagination house. pavilion? Well, it's just as... Yes. The imagination pavilion falls in love with Spaceship Earth, and it's a love story. Okay. Oh. And then we get to learn about the wonders of life. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, the, the making of me. We'll bring They're it back. They're on a honeymoon around the, the world. Yeah. Showcase. Well, amazing. Thank you, yeah. thank you. You've done it. So, now we don't need to do this podcast that we were teasing for the future. Great job, McKenna. Um, thank you. <laughs> no, we can still do it. That was just an overview. This was a teaser. Okay. I have no idea what's going on. Teaser Teasers typically do she's, give you the entire plot a, these a, days. A, so a talking at the same thing. time. Are we going to continue to That's do that? That's your fault that time. Okay. That was you. <laughs> All right. So... The, the news segment has gone a bit longer than what I wanted, uh, but the last thing, and I'll just, I'll just ask this question. So the holidays have landed firmly on the Walt Disney World Resort, and we are experiencing, like this, this group here is experiencing the holiday decor and all of the charm and magic for the first time. And so we haven't gotten to go to all the parks and see it. We, we went to Magic Kingdom this past weekend. We're going to Animal Kingdom this weekend because we want to see all the new stuff they're doing there. But according to the podcast, it was last weekend. Right. We will have already done it. Um, but my question, Frank and Jen, give us some recommendations. Like, I know that you haven't seen the new stuff at Animal Kingdom and you may never see it because <laughs> hashtag AK Hata. Um, I'm, but, I'm mad. I'm mad about that. But here's what here's really what the question is. Why is Hollywood Studios the best place to go? For the for the holidays, so that's what I want to know. And then, what's your favorite resort at holiday time? Uh, see, I, th- this has been something I really have thought about over the last twelve months because I was there last December, and and we were there in, in January of eighteen too. So we saw the tail end of uh, the holiday fair there. But walking around the studios, particularly at night, because we love all things at night, uh, I really came to that realization with the the art you know the art deco kind of ornamentation they put out the decoration even the projections on tower of terror are fine but just they have managed to take away the osborne lights and somehow front loaded it to the front portion of the park that and and has really boosted in a way that makes it feel, feel more like the holidays like main street is main street you can't go wrong, the Ice Castle, the whole thing. But there's something that's nostalgically Christmas about the studios at the moment that I feel uh, really does that. Was Jen supposed to answer this question first? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think what you're trying to say is because there's no shade, you can see the lights really well. <laughs> right? So it opens it all up. It opens it all up. Sure, there's something there's something that you can enjoy both in the day and the night because yeah. there's plenty of you can sit on a park bench at a certain time of day and be in the shade. <laughs> you know, that cool air conditioner coming from the stores and just enjoy and listen yeah. to the background music. It's really something, Sam. You should try it. All right, I was so sweaty though. I just couldn't find any shade. I don't know what was going on. All this shade. If you hide, if you hide in a trash can, that counts as shade. Garrett's right. 
Sure. As for the resort, I think the Grand Floridian is like I only like going to the Grand Floridian at Christmas time. So I would just say that outright. And uh, but first time ever in January of 18, I stepped in the Animal Kingdom Lodge for the first time and the holiday decor was up. And I thought that was pretty awesome, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. I will That's say because Animal Kingdom is awesome. <laughs> yeah, Animal Kingdom is really cool. But I will say um, Grand Floridian has a good Easter display. They mm-hmm. have all these eggs. It's like those fancy eggs that people spend a lot of money Fabergé. for. Whatever yeah. they're called. Sugar. Sugar Fa- eggs. Fabergé. Fabergé. All that stuff. And they're really pretty. And they're everywhere. So, okay. Boiled. Continue, okay. Justin. <laughs> no, not Justin. Jen. I mean, Jen. Jen, um, continue. Jen. I'll start from the resort and go back to the park. So, I agree with the Grand Floridian for sure. I think um, Wilderness Lodge, too, their tree is kind of massive mm. right in the lobby. And it, it's, I think that's awesome. But I know that, um, who has the carousel? Is that the Yacht Club that has the chocolate carousel? Oh, the Maybe Beach the Club, bo- too? The Beach Club has the chocolate. The Club, too, has the chocolate carousel. And I think the Boardwalk Lobby usually has a good display as well. Basically, just resort hop. <laughs> just spend a day resort hopping, and yeah. you'll see everything. Um, in terms of hashtag always MGM, I was a big fan of the Osborne Lights, which we talked about on last year's Switcheroo Skidoo. So I do miss that. And unfortunately, I have not seen the overlay on Tower of Terror, which I really want to see in person. So, um, yeah. And plus, we love Christmas. We love Disney. Mm -hmm. The marrying of the two is magical. It is. It is. I'm so (laughs) excited about this year for us. Yeah. 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 So, Okay. I'm convinced I will go see the the decorations at Hollywood Studios. Hashtag always MGM. I'm going to go. Well, yeah, we're going to go. It's cooler now. We won't be so sweaty. (laughs) We're going to go. You got plenty of time, too. I mean, they keep them up until usually, what, the second week in January? Right around a marathon weekend. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited about going over to the Grand Floridian. Um, as I had previously stated, I, I had never even set foot in the Grand Floridian until we did our monorail bar, bar crawl and we went to the Enchanted Rose. And I was just impressed with the grandeur of that chandelier hanging down. And you've got the music, the live music being played in the lobby. And it was nice even in it wasn't holiday season. But I do want to see the gingerbread house and mm-hmm. I want to eat it. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah, you we might have had shingles, a family right? member who broke a piece off. Of oh, <laughs> <laughs> I tried that. We're not really supposed to do that. But In the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> nothing. Maybe one too many limoncello shots. Yeah, Accurate. nothing good happens in the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> no. No. All right. So. Now we are going to wrap up the news portion. I, um, I really did enjoy getting the insight of the Dillos on these <laughs> on these particular topics, and um, it was really fun kind of picking those out, handpicking them specifically for you guys. Um, <laughs> Thanks. During the second half of the show, we're really going to focus on what the main idea, what, what, what was it that brought us together this year, and that is the idea of hashtag Save the Muppets. But let's take a break. When we come back, it's all Muppets all the time. Stay with us.
Welcome back to the monorail. It is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. It is hashtag save the Muppets, and it is wall-to-wall Muppet goodness. Still have Frank, still have Jen, still have the monorail family. And what we're going to do in this last segment today is kind of talk a little bit about the history of the Muppets in the parks and what we've got left today, and then maybe talk a little bit about what we would like to see in the future. And I know, McKenna, you've got great ideas and great plans. I got ideas falling out the wazoo. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should all also do an impersonation of the Muppet. Which Muppet? Which A Muppet. Of A Muppet. This is a bad idea. (laughs) I can do Kermit. I can't can't do any impression. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. So, so I'm going to need some help with some of this and because I think that some of these things existed in a time where I somehow either missed them or possibly um, I just didn't, didn't know that there is one thing on here. I was like, what yeah. is this that I didn't right. even know? Yeah. So, uh, but we'll, you know, we'll kind of walk through it and we'll see what we've got. Um, so the Muppets actually had a presence in the Hashtag always MGM in Hollywood Studios um, way back in uh, 1991. And uh, the very first thing that's listed is something that I really... I actually did some fact-checking of the fact-checking. I I dug through several different articles because I had never heard of this. And um, obviously it was short-lived. But apparently there was a show called Hollywood's Pretty Woman. (laughs) What? Um, yeah, uh, at the Theater of the Stars on Hollywood Boulevard, there was a show called Hollywood's Pretty Woman, and for some reason, Kermit and Miss Piggy made a surprise appearance during the finale of this show. <laughs> um, don't know why, and it only lasted for a few months, but... It sounds like a reaction they probably had to the success of the film Pretty Woman. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. Like, that was a touchstone movie. We have to do something to draw people into this theater that no one goes to. You know, that was where you know where the entrance to Sunset Boulevard yeah. is now is where that theater of the stars originally was. It was just sitting right on the on what the corner of Sunset and Hollywood Boulevard would be. And so and you would go down to the theater that way. So there was always like where the stars of the day were and things like that. I mean, this, I, I, this, there's the faint familiarity as like this was the the toad dipping into the Disney Muppets water because this is like a year and a half after Jim Henson passed away, passed away in May of 1990. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like this is the first four. You know, they were already working on Muppet Vision and everything. So yeah, I, I read, remember it at all. I, I, I had no clue that this was even a thing but what i read was that uh the show was actually delayed because jim henson was supposed to record um kermit's voice of course for the show and um and he went to the hospital and passed away when they when it was time to start doing the production so was miss piggy up to nefarious acts and kermit (laughs) was really rich I don't well. think they were the star. <laughs> oh no! I think it's the ending where they maybe role play. Is that what I'm getting <laughs> or something? I don't. I don't know if Kermit like climbed the fire escape at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I'm curious. Like, what's what's their role in I this think whole they thing? They might have just been there. 
I also have never seen Pretty Woman. So. Oh dear. Yeah. Like, yeah. did Kermit snap a necklace on on <laughs> Miss Piggy's fingers? Box. Yeah. I don't know. It, I did see the Pretty Woman Broadway musical last year. Sam, you would have loved that. Uh, <laughs> sounds awful. Hard, hard no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, th- I think I think there's a couple things going on here. I think it was um, trying to figure out a way like to capitalize on popularity of Pretty Woman, I guess, but also trying to find a way to start incorporating the Muppets. Um, Obviously, this is the first of a long line of misuses of the Muppets in the parks. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's going to be a theme as we kind of go through this. But I, uh-huh. I think this has been like the history. When we talk about the history of the Muppets in the Walt Disney World Resort or, or just Disney parks in general, it's just like they have never figured out how to really use them in an effective way. I think they yeah. had one idea once that was really fun idea that I thought would like it would have been awesome the star wars muppets no no mom um but it ended up going straight down the toilet what was that um the muppets takeover the muppets takeover of magic kingdom yep Yep. i know that's something i'd heard about too and is this something you're familiar with vaguely so you you, refresh me a little bit on it i forget what the details were okay mckenna's gonna tell us okay so Mickey and Minnie were going on their honeymoon or like they were going on vacation. And so they were setting up this whole thing. Like they've been working, they're ready to leave. Um, so they were going to leave and the Muppets, they were going to entrust the magic kingdom to Kermit and the gang. Yeah. So the Muppets were just going to completely take over and they were going to have like all this stuff. They were going to trade out things with Kermit. It was going to be really cool. I don't was it in World or Land? Disney World. It, it was, was Magic Disney Kingdom. World? Yeah. Okay. Where they were going to do this. Yeah, and it was a really cool idea, mm-hmm. but Jim Henson died and his family wanted to protect and reserve his legacy. Mm-hmm. So they ended up backing out of this whole thing completely. Yeah. Which ended up in like a big argument between Disney and the Henson Corporation. Yeah. The estate, basically. State, yeah. And it ended up just going straight down the toilet. It never got done. Mm-hmm. It was like a thing just hanging in the distance. Yeah. Yeah, Jim needs to come back as a ghost to make this work. No. <laughs> I just let him Henson. rest. Well, I think, I think this is another factor of, of why the Muppets have never really been used effectively because you're right. They did have huge plans yeah, for the this. Muppets this the Muppets were going to be everywhere and it was going to be a big focus. And, and then who knows if, if those plans had actually been executed, what the next step might've been. Maybe they get a permanent presence in the kingdom. Maybe they get a permanent, like something larger, maybe in the studios, who knows? But yeah, that, that would have been amazing. I think, what did it change into? It was, uh, I can't remember what, what they actually ended up doing instead. I don't know. Frozen. But no, no. it was <laughs> way before Frozen. It was a long... Um, I feel like Frank should remember this. Since this <laughs> <laughs> I a long, remember it. long time ago. But I feel like I have a lot of mental blocks on a lot of... Uh, far more than I anticipated based on Justin's research here. So it, it, it's quite fascinating. But I think, to the Pretty Woman uh, cameos there by Kermit and Piggy was more of a setup for that first stage show that yeah. was coming to uh, Hashtag Always MGM. Yeah. Yeah, I, probably so. Um, you know, and, and like we said, this... Pretty Woman, Hollywood's Pretty Woman didn't last long. It actually ended up transitioning um, shortly thereafter to the Here Comes the Muppet show. So 
This premiered uh, May 25th, 1990. And I have no memory of seeing this. I have to have seen it though. Like I, I think about this and I'm like, I'm certain that I, that I saw this show when they were doing it in the studios, but I had no memory of it. So I looked up a YouTube video tonight and it terrified me. Oh. <laughs> it was scary. It was like, okay, so I, there's this story. You know, maybe this is part of the reason that I have this bias against Universal because uh, my parents took me to Universal and this was way before Islands of Adventure, but Back in the days, original Universal, there was this cool Ghostbusters stage show that scared the crap out of me. No good reason, because it wasn't a scary show. But for, yeah. but I was just at an age where it hit me wrong and it scared the crap out of me. For whatever reason, this Muppets, uh, here come the Muppets, like gave me flashbacks of the Ghostbusters show. <laughs> and so I think I would have been afraid of it. But he the has big PTSD. Yeah, I do. The big problem I have with it is that they're these big walk around characters. They're not the Muppets. Like in the wait. So they're not the Muppets? They're the Muppet characters, but they're walk-around Muppets. Oh, wait, what? People... That's weird. Like a giant Friends Kermit? of Kermit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So, wait. Were there any normal puppets? No. no. Oh, I don't That's like that. Scary. I don't like that right. at all. And I, I mean, Jen, I don't know about you because you're probably younger, but we have photographs. No, not probably. Not probably. I am much younger. <laughs> uh, there were photographs of this. I think they're in one of our photo albums at our parents' home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're sitting right in the front. Yes. Which I believe was probably the only time we saw that show because yeah. I think equally we were like, uh, it's this isn't the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wouldn't they do like traditional puppets it, it would be easier um i mean sure they'd have to go find puppeteers for it but it's not hard to train a puppeteer well the funny thing is too is that the voyage of the little mermaid is what replaced this show where everyone's a puppeteer yeah, exactly so, yeah <laughs> very yeah. good point so, made no sense but i know because i worked with and we'll get when we get to the next show which i have no recollection of, <laughs> i'll mention this again but i know a lot of i worked with a lot of people who worked very closely with this group of muppets in this show and i guess the other show and just loved their life playing getting to play these play with these characters yeah and as i word it correctly word it yeah. appropriately uh and Kids you know be so, listening. but how and i never really i was like mm, yeah, i didn't really like that stuff yeah i don't i don't understand because if you watch it now and, and the videos are scary let me warn you the videos are scary what you're about to see might frighten you um but honestly like you're watching it you're like this isn't kermit this isn't piggy this isn't gonzo like it's just weird because and they don't even because they're like fully fleshed out humanoid things it, it doesn't it, it just it doesn't even read as the muppets to me mm-hmm. giant gonzo would be terrifying <laughs> oh my right, God. watch the videos they it's, need to put a, yeah. a warning before the videos that are like the following footage may be distressing yeah. I think it was funny because there was an element of the show where Kermit got on a video phone, (laughs) which is, which is a great taste of the nineties anyway. Um, But yeah, and he had to call the operator and she wanted to get him uh, reservations to chefs du France, which is pretty hilarious. Um, But yeah, just that whole concept. He actually talked to an animated Mickey to start the show off Um, again. So it's such a weird choice. That's bizarre. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, it was really strange. Here's the thing I can't figure out about the Muppets. Why can they never be prepared for the opening of a show? 
Like it's <laughs> they're never on time. They're never ready to go. I don't get it. They're kooky mm-hmm. characters who don't have time to be prepared because they have other wild adventures to do. I guess, but this is what they do. The Muppets put on shows. They should be a little. I expect a little more professionalism out of the Muppets. That's all theater companies. <laughs> <laughs> the real life look into theater companies. <laughs> So, so this show lasted uh, in until September second, nineteen ninety one. So, it made it a little longer than a year, and then it ended up transitioning to Muppets on Location: Days of Swine and Roses. <laughs> and this again is bizarre because essentially it's like the same concept, but instead, like Kermit's playing a director, and they're doing like a filming of a Muppets movie, but it's the walk around. Ca- it's really weird. Another so weird thing. Is, I don't like this. That. Is the one that I was like, "What is this?" Because yeah. I can't tell you at this point that the you know we went at least twice a year, if not three times a year during during from ninety one to ninety four, and I can't tell you the amount of hours that I st- I was at. Hashtag always MGM watching street mode sets, going to Muppet Vision, going to Star Tours, movie ride all the time. I mean, Jen, Jen, we would just go like five o'clock. We'd go from mm-hmm. the beach club and go. No recollection yeah. of the show, which is complete mental block of these walk around. You probably characters. blocked Terrifying. it out for a good reason. Exactly. Yeah. Ter- something that terrified us. We can't. Yeah. I oh, mean, there was, yeah. and even when, I mean, I even remember, because again, when, the cast members I worked with would reflect fondly on working with the walk around Muppet characters. I never thought they were talking about this show that took place outdoors. I always thought they were talking about the one from uh, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid stage. Right. So like when you combine the two, this show in one incarnation or or another lasted for four years and I have no memory of it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't remember Muppets on location. I don't remember here come the Muppets. I have no concept of either one of them. Me neither. (laughs) <laughs> that that was the one I fact checked today. I watched it with the three year old earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, she enjoyed it, but <laughs> she's like, "Oh, it's Gonzo. Oh, it's, it's yeah. all right." You watch too much Muppet Babies. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, like, is that why we don't see Muppet Babies walk around characters in hashtag Always MGM? We get Fancy Nancy, we get Vampirina, yeah. we but we get no Muppet Baby. Right. That's true. Oh my, oh my gosh, what if you could meet a little puppet? Okay, you can walk in and meet a robot R two D two, not R. BB-8. You yeah, can BB-8. Meet BB-8. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. meet BB-8 who's just sitting in a corner. You can corner. meet Groot, for goodness sakes. Yeah. Baby Groot. Why mm-hmm. can't you meet a little puppet? A Muppet. A, a I Muppet. wish that I could be the legs of that lady who walked in and she always watched the Muppets during Muffet, Muppet Babies. What was her name? No. Nanny. Nanny. Mm-hmm. I would be the green and white striped lady. No. And <laughs> and whenever I walk into a room, it's just legs. <laughs> It's all legs. It's all legs. You could be a model no for the animation. No. You could just tell people you are. Yeah, yeah. just say it. Like, yeah. wear legs all the way up to my head. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and and what's weird about this whole time period is that Muppet Vision felt so very genuinely Muppets, but all this periphery stuff is yeah. happening that is it's the bizarre. complete opposite. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is, this thing lasted for three years, according to the notes that we have that I put together that may be false, but this is what I found. <laughs> um, but yeah, it lasted for three years. So you would think it wasn't getting a terrible reaction, but at the same time, I cannot imagine that this was a very popular show. We're sitting here with huge fans of the Muppets that don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
it it would be like if you're Disney, you're getting you know uh, guest feedback like this show is weird, this show disturbed <laughs> my children, um, <laughs> you know. Then maybe you're like, well, the Muppets don't really work, do they? You know, and it's it's like false positive readings or false negative readings. Like you're executing it wrong, and mm-hmm. that's why it's not working. And we're gonna get to something that unfortunately is is something that is historical now but you can do this right yes and it was so good but yeah. i'm so mad yeah. i'm mad i great moments mad. in history which is history yeah don't say that i'm sorry <laughs> now is the best time to use the muppets because everyone knows about kermit on yeah. the internet well it's true he's a meme gamers he's know a he spreads. Meme. he's a huge meme it's and and why not build on that popularity? I don't know. Yeah, all fourteen-year-olds are epic gamers. That's I'm not true. fourteen. I'm Garrett. also not an epic. Gamer. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I say. Have a, I have a question about that. A follow-up to what Garrett just said. Why do all gamers know Kermit? He he's just like a really easy one to draw, and everyone loves his voice. He's mm. just quirky enough to put in any situation and make it funny. Say, nice. talk in his voice. It's time to do the Kermit impression. I, I need preparation. Okay, Sand prepare, witch. prepare, Sand and witch. I I need liquid in my throat for that. I'm I'm all it's dried It's time up. to light the lights. Come on. <laughs> we're gonna give you a minute to prepare, and I then we're gonna we're gonna sing. need that Kermit. We're gonna need that Kermit impression. No, hi um, ho. <laughs> so okay, so this uh, the Muppets on Location Days of Swine and Roses. Uh, it it eventually goes the. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eventually goes the way of the dodo. It is no longer part of the parks anymore. Um, but we still have the Muppets because they were part of the Stars and Motor Cars Parade. Um, this debuted in 2001, so there was a, definitely a gap. But in 2001, and it closed in 2008, and it featured um, a, a Muppets car that had like a blimp attached to it, and Kermit and Piggy rode in the car, and uh, and Sweetums. Um, but this was like, I don't know it. This is like a poor attempt at giving them up at some love, like just putting them as a car in a parade. It's like, come on, come on. Well, this is, this is the same place we are now with the, the Muppets afterthought. As yeah, I like to call it. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it's, it's token Muppet appreciation. It doesn't really count for anybody. Um, and Again, this is one of those things that for some reason I don't even remember seeing in person. Um, and it was a lot more recent. But um, I saw the pictures of it and I was like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Um, <laughs> but just going to jump over that for a minute and hop to what I feel like is probably the biggest shame of, of this whole story so far. And that is that the Muppets present great moments in American history is no longer being performed at the Magic Kingdom. And it lasted it, it lasted three years. It made it from 2016 to 2019. But I really feel like this was the first time, aside from Muppet Vision, because Muppet Vision, as you said, that, that works. And it's effective, and, and people definitely love it. But this was like a live performance of the Muppets that worked. They were doing it right. And we saw it live. We loved it. It, it was, was great. So it was like everybody that was there was smiling, having a great time, and it's what the Muppets were supposed to be, and it went away. And it, of course, we understand that you know things like this happen because when you've got the live performances, we get the the budget the time for budget season starts coming along, it and they're the was easiest one guy. The easiest it wasn't one guy, well, but the easiest uh, things to cut 
people. are live performers, right? When so, I talked. No, 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 no. No. No, you had to have puppeteers for all yeah, the Yeah, but Muppets. I'm talking about the guy on the street. And he's the only one getting paid. Shut up, Garrett. I mean, it was at least probably seven or eight performers, I would yeah, say. still, like, I don't know. It, it can't be that much. Well, it was it the can't. Muppets. No one likes them. Add a dollar to your popcorn and you'll get 15 Muppet shows in, a, in no time. <laughs> but... I, and I know I, I don't think um, Frank and Jen I don't think you got to see this show did you no, no. it was so no I'm not with more I, I, I tried to make the effort uh, last December when I was in the Magic Kingdom because uh, we were eating at Liberty's Tree Tavern we were in the area I was like oh surely this will happen at some point because I'm around <laughs> here for so long and uh, you know there was no signage that I, there was yeah. no clear signage I should say I, I didn't consult the map so uh, the guide uh, on the the, 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 the time schedule mm-hmm whatever and uh, so I didn't get to see it and I was I was bummed about that but I was like oh it'll it'll be there for a while I will say I'm not I wasn't keen on the Muppets being in the Magic Kingdom in this fashion mm-hmm. but just because I I see just see them as a studios thing but uh, the but I, I felt like all right this is this is the direction it should be heading in yeah mm-hmm. yeah I I didn't get to see it and I I do feel like it made sense at least in that spot and and it would have been a good thing had it been perhaps marketed better for right. lack of a better term i mean um but i yeah i don't i don't love when there's the same uh movie or characters in like multiple parks only because mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's i mean even you have buzz lightyear in magic kingdom and then you have toy story land and it's just kind of a weird thing for me i don't know why but um regardless i'm excited for muppets anywhere so i would have liked to see it so and really anytime entertainment causes congestion in the pathways of mass crowds or you know a right a ripe for the chopping block mm-hmm. yeah you guys did this you got you caused it to go away because you didn't see it <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true, true. part response. of the problem that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way i never even thought about the fact that buzz lightyear is in Tomorrowland, and there's a Toy Story Land. I think about holy that all crap, the time. my mind is blown right now. Wow. That was a Every big thing for in, me when any time yeah. we're in Toy Story Land or Tomorrowland, I always think, wait, he's like here and also over there. It's yeah. really confusing. I've never thought about it, never. And now, I mean, how long has Buzz Lightyear been there now? Is that like going on 20, 20 years. years at this yeah. point yeah <laughs> yeah um but still so he was there first but it's weird i don't know I, I think he was always kind of weird there anyway i mean i like the ride i just think it was kind of yeah that because that's the space ranger spin opened when i was working there and and i was there when that toy story parade started so that was always yeah. like what are they doing why is buzz going over there? yeah that's true too they had the toy story parade in studios and then buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. over it came yeah that's weird I, I totally get what you're saying about like having the characters in in multiple parks doesn't really make a lot of sense i think for the muppets and it, it, it was one of those things where i excused it because i just want more muppets in the park yeah right you muppets know. can be anywhere yeah mm-hmm. the only place they're they have to be is in my heart oh my gosh i knew you were gonna say that i knew it <laughs> they could they could even make sense in animal kingdom i feel yeah, I don't know. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's animal. <laughs> animal, true. animal in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I mean, why Miss not Piggy's move that? Pig? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> why not move that show over to 
the American Pavilion in Epcot. Yeah, they could do that. Mm-hmm. That would Especially work. That would make she people mad. Up in but... all the countries, add the Muppets over there and put the same show there. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to do in the American Pavilion. Uh, That's yeah. what I was about to say. I was about to say, am I poking exactly. a bear? So this is why you go. Well, there's the American Adventure. Yeah, there's, there's like this whole show. There is a very the of the nobody bear. wants to see that. Yeah, there there are things to do. Have I ever seen this? Yeah, we went to the show. Why it's been a while, but we did go see it. We're too busy finding the next drink, McKenna. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we don't. We this is at my grocery store. I don't need to stop it's, here. Let's go. American Adventure. It's time consuming. I it's it. a long show. Yeah. Yeah. No. What happens? Why don't I remember this? I don't either. Shh. All right. Don't yeah. say anything because dad will make us go. We're going to go see it again. <laughs> no. Don't <laughs> make me see the Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents was great. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Um, moving on because Boring. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> so, but, you know, for a time we actually had the Muppets in three parks because the Muppet Mobile Labs was going on right. over in Epcot. I never got mm-hmm. to see the Muppets Mobile Lab. Yeah, that was going on in Epcot while Great Moments in History was going, and American History was going on in, in Magic Kingdom and Muppet Vision in Hollywood Studios. So hmm. they were everywhere except yeah. for Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Muppet Mobile Labs, it's something that I think has, it's like hopped around from park to park, and I don't think it's a thing anymore. I, I didn't confirm this. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, th- th- I mean, the notes say that it was in operation. Until 2014, that can't be right because no, that's it was how, later than yeah, it. it was later than that. Um, but I don't think it's happening anymore. But it was. Do you know what it was? Um, I know it was kind of like a bubble lab type situation. Kind of, yeah. And it was a beaker and Professor Honeydew, mm-hmm. and they were they were on like a Segway kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, I try to stay as up to date on. Um, you know, Muppet current Muppets. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, that that kind of thing I think is where the Muppets can really shine is like these interactive, you know, off the cuff, um, like streetmosphere kind of things. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really think that's a great use of these characters. Get some people who are really good at improv. Teach them how to do puppeteering and just let them loose. Right there you go. Oh, hmm. we could get Ollie. To do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just crushed uh, Frank's dream. Oh, right and Frank, that. and Frank. It is so fine, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just have the improviser's guide networks. That's it's right. Fine, you love it so much, you didn't even <laughs> want to reference me first. You went with Ali. That's uh, fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> the improviser's guide network. <laughs> and you could be Sam Eagle, <laughs> the grumpy American, <laughs> with a beard. I am the grumpy American. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, still today, we still do have Muppet Vision 3D. I know all of us here on this podcast today are big fans of Muppet Vision 3D. That's and awesome. we, we always mm-hmm. make time for the show. Yeah. If it got shut down, I would chain myself down right. well, in the little Muppet <laughs> area. I'll chain myself to the fountain. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's something that we should probably be concerned about because things have been changing around that area recently and it started when we were on a visit one day we went into the the shop outside of muppet vision 3d and suddenly we realized there is no muppets merch in there whatsoever 
it's like what, yeah, it's all stitch. Um, and that stitch. happened. It was like over the spring, I think, is when we realized that. Yeah, I've actually been seeing around the parks. Not to make this about Stitch, but he's everywhere. But he yeah. doesn't even have a attraction anymore. But he's everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's true. He's. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to test the waters and see if it's time for a Stitch comeback or something. Mm-hmm. But Stitch is still closed, by the way. Just let you know. <laughs> just, just stop. Um, just as an update. Just letting you know. Still, still being refurbed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do, I feel concerned because th- not only have they changed the shop, the, the plaza, the fountain plaza with Piggy, like even the outside of Muppet Vision has changed. Um, and it's like subtle changes. It's almost like what happened at Mickey Star Traders, which by the way, I confirmed that they took away the Mickey sign and now it just says Star Traders. Mm. Um, it's, it's just like little, they're like, let's just, if we take little pieces here and there, give it a different paint job, do a little, you know, nobody will notice. Let's distract them and put Stitch over here because Stitch distracts people. Well, about the Star Traders one, that new sign is like not the best quality. It's like a sign you'd find anywhere yeah, outside Yeah, like the a 7-Eleven sign. Or yeah, that that Mickey Star Traders sign was unique. It was awesome. Yeah. It's it's bizarre that it changed the way that it did, but uh, but anyway, it's those kind of things that are happening like right under our nose, which make me feel concerned about Moffat Vision 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 so many things, but you know, even going back to when they closed the Disneyland one, I think that uh, you know they're on alert, and I think you know to to give a little tease for Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz, I think uh, there's a certain streaming service out there, and they're world right now that's going to determine a lot about what's going to happen with the Muppets in the next few years. I think you're right about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone get on that certain streaming service. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let's just Sorry, sorry. Jen, go ahead. No, I just, I think it's so interesting that they decided to bring back Muppet Babies last year Mm -hmm. and then you have the store right next to Muppet Vision just diminish in merch. Like, wait, why? I my kids want all the merch there is for Muppet Babies. Why is this not available in this store? And you see less and less of a Muppet's presence, and yet they're still trying here and there to bring them back, like on TV at least, to see yeah. if they get an audience. But the, the 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 retail arm and the parks arm are not in step. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's but it is very concerning. And McKenna wears her Miss Piggy ears that she got at Disney sometimes to um, Holly, Hollywood Studios hashtag Always MGM, and um, everyone stops her and says, "Where'd you get those ears? You yeah, know, they yeah. love them." When I actually bought them. We we went over to eat at Rizzo's Pizzeria, and the lady who was working there was like, "Oh my gosh, did you make those ears yourself? They're so <laughs> cool!" And I was like, "I actually bought them at the store, yeah. right over there. It was, <laughs> it right was there, <laughs> yeah." And I've only seen them once after I bought them, and it was around Halloween while we were in the Magic Kingdom. I saw them, but that was it. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen them. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was transition this sadness into a quick conversation because so far it's been kind of a funeral march of Muppet conversation. Um, and, and that's not what hey, we need to do. The Muppets should be a celebration. The Muppets promote Facebook. 
They, well, oh, yeah, they have. True. I keep seeing those Facebook Muppet ads, but I don't know what to do with that comment. What it? <laughs> it is. It is an exciting time because okay. Facebook is still relevant to no. old people like Frank. <laughs> I, I, I disapprove. Gonna connect with his grandkids otherwise. <laughs> I, I disapprove of this Muppet Facebook thing. I feel like they shouldn't be supporting. Mark Zuckerberg stealing yeah. all our data. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Garrett. Um, Garrett, I am trying to make this happy. Yeah. <laughs> but let's let's quickly talk a little bit about what we would like to see done with the Muppets. Because we've kind of talked here and there about some pieces of things that have worked. Um, and I know McKenna's chock full of ideas. So, so, many. so McKenna, why don't you just kick us off? What do you think that Disney should be doing in the parks with the Muppets? So, okay. We have a whole area just for the Muppets that we're not doing anything with. Like, I say we expand it. We give it. it like, you know how we have Toy Story Land? Mm-hmm. Make the Muppets their own big area. So, I was actually, I just thought of this idea. Why not Miss Piggy's Boutique for, like, young kids? That would be fun. They could all walk out like pigs. No. Oh. Miss <laughs> Piggy is an icon in fashion. I follow her on Instagram. You can follow her on Instagram. She's awesome. <laughs> um, but like, so they could, that would be fun for young girls mm-hmm. or we got to find a way to make it gender neutral. Guys can like dressing up like Miss Piggy too though. So, okay. That, okay we're not doing that. Yeah. No but, politically correct. Just keep going. Right. So I still think that we should have Kermit Swamp replace Rizzo, Pizza Rizzo. Pizza, Pizza Rizzo, because Pizza Rizzo doesn't feel like a Muppets attraction. It feels like you're just eating pizza somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not special. It's how Pizza Planet felt, too, before yeah. it was Pizza yeah. Rizzo. That's true. Yeah. So they need to, like, either take that out or throw the Muppets everywhere in there, not just have caricatures of the Muppets up on the walls. Yeah. Or, or they can make it, like, in Muppets Take Manhattan whenever, like, what's the fancy place called? I don't know. Where um, they Kermit ate to meet up with someone, and they had the rats running around the restaurant, mm-hmm. and they were like... I can picture it, and I don't know where it was, though. It's... Oh, my God. And they crazy. have the characters of famous people up on the Sardis? Wall. Is it Sardis? Oh, I, don't I don't know. Sardis, correct. Just eh? before we I'm gonna, continue... I'm going to fact check it while I'm sitting here. All right. Pizza Rizzo was Pizza Planet before. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I was like... I have re- memories of Pizza Planet. Where did it go? Yeah, that was it. It changed. But it wasn't really oh. Pizza Planet. It no. was just a it place was, called Pizza called Planet. <laughs> yeah. I, I have memories of, like, hiding there during the rain. Yeah, we did. Sardis is correct. Sardis. Yes. So they can make it like Sardis, except replace all the characters with Muppet characters instead of celebrities. Mm-hmm. Or, or I think they need to do a whole refurbishment on Muppet Vision 3D. Mm-hmm. Make it essentially the same, just more like, okay, modernize it a little bit because people, they look at it and they're like, this isn't really 3D. Well, it feels dated and it it does feel like they should upgrade the projection. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of the charm of it though. Yeah. A little bit. I agree with that. I just think it, it, the quality could be a little better of the video. The they video could, quality amped up. They could put stacked seats and 3D things, and then the wind is blowing. You're flying through the air. No. The Muppets are everywhere. No. 
This like a Soren for Muppets? Just Soren yeah. Muppets. <laughs> just kidding. I was flight kidding. of Muppets. <laughs> yeah, Flight of Muppets. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that the Muppets restaurant needs to be a buffet, like you had said before. Buffet? Didn't that, you that say be, that? So I had two ideas. Current Swamp, which is more of a sit-down kind of restaurant. It'd be nicer, but it'd, be, it'd feel like you're in like a swampy backyard. They can play... Um, Rainbow Connection, mm-hmm. you know, the whole shebang. It would be funny if you could eat frog legs there. I feel like you should not be able to eat frog legs there. Okay, that feels gross. like that would be problematic. I think it would be hilarious. Or Miss Piggy's Barbecue, which is more like... Um, <laughs> Again, oh, that's problematic. Not that's why it's funny. That's and then they have funny. roasted pork butt. <laughs> it would be hilarious. Um, pork butt. Kids wouldn't really think about it too much, and adults would get a kick out of it. Yeah, I guess. But they need to knock down those brick walls that encase that area, make it feel more open and inviting. Okay. So that's the Incredibles area. Are you saying get rid of that? No. No. Yes. (laughs) Sure, if it is, get rid of Municiburg. No, she's not talking about Municiburg. So it... It's close enough. Around? No, it's, it's not. Not really. Because the two interest, entrances to Star Wars oh, wait, land I'm are like very area. separate. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, no. But there are brick walls that encase that, and it kind of feels closed off, and yeah. it's really far in the back. And there's nothing really to bring you back there except for the entrance to Star Wars land now. Yeah. So, I don't know. And it feels really, really distant. They need to do something to get people over there. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I, I, I I agree, but I, I don't know if anything Muppets is going to be the answer. I actually think the answer is to transition all that stuff to Star Wars at some point and move them up. If you're going to do something with the Muppets, you got to move it somewhere else. And and I, I, I don't, did I say, I don't know if I said it to you, Justin, on the last time I was on with you guys, you and Landon, or if I said it to Jen at some point, I think they should go to the Animal Kingdom and I would convert that whole Dino Land USA into all Muppet stuff. Just... Just trying. You want to get me down? How to dare you? <laughs> How dare you? No, do not take Dino Land away from me. It would right away, and all all that comes with it—that primeval world, all that. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> take, right you can take primeval world. No, don't put them up. It's an Animal Kingdom. They don't belong there. It's like putting Zootopia, Zootopia, in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I disagree. I, I don't think it should be there. there. Animal Kingdom is more about exploring those countries rather than like the Muppets. It wouldn't make any sense. Don't put the Muppets there. I disagree with you, Frank. Oh uh, well, I don't. I, I want. I think the Muppets should be studio centric i think where the muppets are in the studios at this point is a dead end literally that's a bad place for them to be what was your idea didn't you have the idea of your flow of the park where where was your muppets lands landing well it would have been to if star tours i think at the time all right everyone thought star tours was going to go away too so i think it was pulling the the muppets would have been down the commissary lane there behind Frozen Sing Along and mm-hmm. what's going to be the Mickey Shorts Theater now all the way to Muppet Vision that'd be a whole like alleyway of Muppet, Muppet. Studios. Yeah. yeah. Is that a... Do you have the garbage truck over there? I have the garbage truck. I all right. Yeah. I think we're all hearing the high-pitched noise. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. I'm like, wait, what time is it? Oh, it's garbage truck time. It's 10 o'clock hour yeah. garbage truck. Yeah. Sorry, that guys. That was just no in my head. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> About the Animal Kingdom thing, I think they could put just a, a temporary stage of, like, animal 
uh, playing the drums, like doing like a drum a, show. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. I have one thought about this your your concept of kind of like a Muppet Land, and even if we did it in Dino Land, whatever. That the only issue that I have with it is it doesn't really work for the Muppets because the Muppets are always interwoven in with normal people in normal situations. So. That's why I feel like it works best in the studios, but you don't need to put them in their own place. You just like maybe revamp that whole Streets of America thing, you know, and and then you have like almost like what they've done at SeaWorld with like the Sesame Street area. It feels like Mm -hmm. downtown, but you've got the characters around like do that. Something like that. (laughs) <laughs> That's, you've got a monster truck yeah, out there. Seriously. <laughs> I just had to mute it there at the end there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I like the idea of, of them just being around where all like the normal stuff is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to meet Kermit and it, it would be some puppeteer's hand, but I'd hug it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they could make it work. And I think that it, I think there, there should be meet and greets. I, I mean, just like you said, if, if we can meet BB eight, if we can meet baby group, why can't we meet Kermit? Yeah. Why can't mm-hmm. they sit under a box and let me meet Kermit? Yeah. I mean, and, and the way that they do the monsters Inc. laugh floor show would work very well for like a mm-hmm. Muppets show. Yeah. That's a good yeah, one. definitely. Muppets stand up comedy. Yeah. Except, when Fozzie comes out, no one laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Poor Fozzie. Aw, that's just so mean. I, I love Fozzie, but he's, he's they're bad jokes on purpose. They're dad jokes. I like it. Waka waka. I'm on board. <laughs> Garrett, you have any thoughts about what we could do with the Muppets? I think I've I've spoken. You have spoken. Ideas. You have spoken. <laughs> yeah, I have spoken. Have you spoken? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I so. Actually, I have something to say. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Let's Uh-oh. end the hashtag #akhato thing. <laughs> that I want that to go away. The Muppets. We're talking away. about the Muppets. <laughs> I'm going to get you a t-shirt that says hashtag AKHater. I'll burn it. I don't want that anywhere near me. Garrett just really wants you to love Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is is my favorite. I know. It's my house. I live there. (laughs) That's nice. It's, you know. (laughs) I say when Frank comes and Jen in January, we make them go with us we're going to show them all the amazing stuff that happens in Animal I'll Kingdom. I'll show them everything I love about Animal Kingdom. Can we walk up really close to the tree like me and Garrett did that one time? Because I love I love oh, the yeah. tree. We'll walk near all kinds of trees. Oh, no. Bee tree. <laughs> the tree. We'll walk near shady trees. Man, oh, my gosh. Find us. <laughs> <laughs> they can um, they could put Kermit in the tree. Oh, no. Why? No. <laughs> He'll fall out. No, he's yeah. carved in like he's... the rest of the animals, Garrett. Very, like... it would be very funny. <laughs> it's like a very low chance of during the uh, Tree of Life shows, his head lights up, and then he just goes around like the tree doing like saying whole, what? It's a whole. Uh, what would he show say? Thing. What would he say, Garrett? <laughs> Hi ho, Kermit D Frog here. Oh wow! <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Dang it! I thought maybe you would just do one right off the cuff. He there. would say. Muppet Vision 3D playing in Hollywood Studio. Oh, Go check it out. No. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap this one up for today because 
there's more to say, but we've got a whole other show to say it on. So <laughs> yeah, come on over to our house. Come yeah. to the dark side. That's right. So uh, um, I think for this show we'll, we'll wrap it up. Wait, I'm so excited about the dark side. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Instead of Miss Piggy's barbecue, why not call it Miss Piggy's potluck? <laughs> and all it could be like you a get to dish. bring your own food. No, a dish from each of the Muppets that you get to eat. And it could be like um like buffet style. <laughs> Ooh, we could eat honeydew. No, why would Professor Honeydew bring honeydew? That doesn't make any sense. It's himself. <laughs> oh, he but Kermit can bring honeydew. frog legs. Oh my gosh. They're served there. Kermit's okay. not bringing them. This Again, is we're going to apologize for his. all of this. This is a yeah, great this idea. It's all our fault. Let's put a pin in it <laughs> hey guys, and we'll revisit it. frog legs. <laughs> <laughs> He snuck one in. <laughs> All right. We're not going to top that. So Frank and Jen, we're going to head over to your show this yeah. Thursday. We're going to visit with you guys. So why don't you tell people where they need to go so they can find your show and all of the theme park Thursday and Dillo's Diz goodness. At Gummy Bear King 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, we are theme park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Dillo's with an S. Diz with a Z, so you can add us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can add it to the end of any uh, Facebook or YouTube webpage there to like us or to subscribe to us. Uh, Dillosdiz.com, you can click on that donate to give to uh, our Give Kids the World fundraiser mm-hmm. as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't forget our garage sale on Etsy. Oh, yeah, we have, a garage, we have a little bit of a garage sale, a nostalgic garage sale over on Etsy. <laughs> Boo! (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see you on Thursday, guys. How about that? Yeah, I think that sounds great. Thank you guys so much for coming back on the show once again. And I know we're throwing a lot of barbs out there on the social media, but it's all in the name (laughs) of friendly competition. And, of course, we love you guys. And this is, you know, we're just raising money for a great cause. But you also have, like serious competitive people involved in this and so yeah sam (laughs) i love grown men in lederhosen um okay oh yeah that's why we can't go to germany because i wouldn't be i'd be single you couldn't compete i know are you kidding i married a crude singer yeah Come on. Hey, now we're going to get murdered. Thanks a That's lot, right. Mom. We're, excuse me. Uh, Bleep that out. You married a monorail. Um, no, but. Oh, right. she married a mode of transportation? She did. Mom. Can that be a t-shirt? I married a monorail. <laughs> I think I'm it should. Yeah. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we do have t-shirts um because we do have a tea public store and you can find that store if you visit our website monday morning com. we are morning monorail on twitter we're monday morning monorail on all the other things we have a youtube we have an instagram we're everywhere and a facebook so visit us interact with us throughout the week and visit us over uh at frank and jen's house we're going over there this thursday and we hope to see you there so until then thanks so much for listening have a magical week bye-bye bye ladies and gentlemen thank you for riding with us today we hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week until then we want to hear from you Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. 
You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon. So I'm going to start with him, and that is one, Frank Cardillo. Frank, welcome to the monorail. Hell, responsible for the chaos. That <laughs> oh, is. Nope. Let me do it again. Let me do it you again because you glitched. Again. Why? What happened? You, you froze at the exact moment you said hello. You did. <laughs> you went hello. It was like, drum roll. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay. Hello. Q and, Q and you in one more time. 